Welcome to it. Good to have you along uh, yesterday perusing some stories online and the Washington Post survey of the nation's 50th, 50 wealthiest people and families. This is, of course, in the States um, who have collected a net worth of nearly one point six trillion found that their publicly announced donations towards covid relief efforts uh, amount to about one billion. And just to give some perspective on what exactly that means, um, America's richest individuals have announced they are giving to relief efforts, but Roxanne Roberts, who is a Washington Post columnist, uh, broke it all down and found the, uh, out what these figures equate to for the median American donor. And it's kind of shocking. Roxanne, I'm so happy that you could spare some time for us. Good morning. So um, maybe could you break down some of the donations? I mean, like Jeff Bezos is is one of the richest men on the planet. He's worth about one hundred and forty. Man, yes, he is the richest man. Okay, he's worth a hundred and what you said one hundred and forty three point three billion billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. What has he done for COVID relief? Well. What what we wanted to do, we got interested in Bezos, of course, who also owns the Washington Post, I should say, as the richest man, is gets a lot of attention. He donated $100 million to Feeding America for uh, food relief and in the midst of this. We only looked at their giving specifically related to COVID-19 initiatives and related initiatives. And he gave, he's given a, another $25 million to um, a couple other local Seattle. Um, but what we did is we tried to figure out what that meant for median American household, which is about $97,000. And so his gift of $125 million, which sounds like, wow, that's like a lot of money, comes out to about $85 uh, if you or I wrote that check. Um, right. And we we began to look at all this. The, the they As you said, they have a collective the net worth of $1.6 trillion, and their publicly announced gifts so far have been less than one one-thousandth of that. So uh, it's a fraction. It's like handing out coins, you know, to somebody on the street. It, it means nothing in terms of, of any significant contribution. There is one exception to this, and that person who is not even among the 50th wealthy is Jack Dorsey, who uh, who found Twitter? If people don't know Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Twitter, and he pledged. Uh, he is worth about four billion, a little less than four billion, and he pledged one fourth of that, a um, wow. billion dollars, to COVID relief efforts. He's keeping track of it on a spreadsheet, so everybody can watch what he does, and he wanted to inspire his peers, and. The fact of the matter is, is that it, it hasn't really worked because they have given away um, a million here, you know, a hundred million there. But that comes out to um, even with the most generous ones handing out about a couple hundred dollars. Um, uh, Bill Gates, who acknowledged leader in all of this and is putting all the efforts of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to fighting this. They've only given away about three hundred million. He's personally worth about one hundred and three billion. So even what the foundation gave is only about three hundred dollars. And 
the reason all these numbers, are, I think, are a little shocking, it's kind of like, what are they saving their money for? You know, if you're not going to do this in a national emergency, you know, what are you going to do? If You know, they all talk about their innovators and, and they have the free market's ability to react and make things happen, but they're not. And, the, you know, the divide, I think this story is, is it really says there's so many ways you can break down your column. And that's what I found interesting about it. I mean, it is it is a, a little um, peek into how wealthy people are and how willing they are, the wealthy are to part with their money. But it does say mm-hmm. something about um, the time that we're living in when there is an even bigger divide between the wealthy, the haves and the have nots than there have been in, in a long time in history. Like the middle class is being completely wiped out here. So should it, I, I guess the question is, and, you know, it's a question of morality, is if this divide is getting bigger and bigger, um, you know, and they're leaving um, less of us with the ability to spare some money towards causes should their donations be based on a percentage of their wealth is it should it be based on a dollar figure there's part of part of i don't know that that we had we had a list of the top 15 we also had a story that went with that story and that story sort of addressed some of those questions um income inequality has been an ongoing issue and and is becoming greater the top one percent in the united states control more than 90 percent of all the wealth uh which is a shocking figure um and part of the debate prior to the pandemic was whether or not the truly wealthy are paying their fair share in taxes they only pay about 23 percent which is less than what a lot of blue-collar workers or teachers um, pay in taxes and you can have an argument that says okay it's their money they can give what they want but when you talk about the tax issue you say if they pay less taxes uh, comparatively to uh, from a percentage standpoint, that inhibits the government's ability to respond to a crisis like this. And so part of the morality question is, is, is it fair for them to be paying a smaller percentage in taxes, which makes it harder for the government to respond to a crisis like this? Because some people say it's not, you know, no private individual can possibly address all the problems. That's really the government's role. And the counter argument is, well, these people continue to be richer and they're not doing anything and they don't pay taxes or they don't pay enough taxes. Um, certainly less than 50 years ago used to. It was not uncommon, even in the United States, for the very wealthy to be paying 50 percent of their net worth in taxes. So public uh, public shaming. They don't, they don't give that much to charity either. <laughs> Right. Well, unless they, a lot of them uh, set up their own charitable foundations uh, in in their own names, uh, which is kind of funny they if they're not, they, you know, if they're they, not giving a ton to charity. They they, they give about one percent a year, and I don't want to uh, ever suggest that any money going to charity is a bad thing, unless the money needed any 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 donations help. But what we're looking at is that in relation to the wealth that they possess, what are they doing to help? And specifically at this time where there are uh, massive food lines, there are people who have no jobs, they have no health insurance, they are 
really in dire need. And so part of the question was, would the wealthiest step in to try to help? And the answer has been no. And one of the reasons we talked to some experts about this is that a lot of these billionaires, they like to make the big gesture. They want to, you know, find the vaccine. They want to do something huge. And so the idea of simply feeding hungry people isn't really a sexy way to donate, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Bill Gates, um, didn't he eradicate or almost eradicate malaria in in Africa? That's one of his goals. Well, he's been, you know, to be fair to him, he has truly been the leader and he is the moral leader on this subject, too, in saying, you know, we he he has been talking about this for years. He's been deeply committed to doing this. And I think he's trying to be very strategic about the money. But again, you kind of say they're sitting on all this money and it's not being poured out. And I think one of the arguments is that, well, they want to be careful about where they money. They do it. But if the house is burning, you can't really have a debate about who should bring the water. You know, the fire needs to go out. And so part of this question was, if if you're not going to do this now, when are you going to do it? You know, you're sitting Mm -hmm. on if they gave away 90 percent of everything they had today, their lives would still be unbelievably luxurious. Uh, And I'm not suggesting that I'm not saying that they should. I'm saying that that none of the money they give away is going to have any impact on the lives they live in any in any detrimental way. Whereas people, because they lost their jobs, because they lost their health insurance, because they're going hungry at night, their lives are significantly impacted by this. And we were really my writing partner and I were really surprised to see that people who were in a position to make a real difference haven't done so far. Well, you never know. Some of them might be reading the Washington Post and public shaming goes a long way. And although I know that wasn't your intention here, but, uh, you know, it it is is shameful. We weren't trying to shame them. We were it, it was genuinely an honest question of of because the argument has always been by a lot of. Uh, entrepreneurs and billionaires is that we know how to get stuff done. We're businessmen. Uh, we have the the guts and the money and the contacts and the ability to function in a way that government can't. And so it was an interesting question. Like, okay, so what are you doing about this, and how are you doing it? And and it wasn't meant to shame them, but mm-hmm. if a family like the Waltons, can ha- you know, they have a collective, uh, they're all, five of them are in the 50th wealthiest Americans, and they have, just in that family, they have about $200 billion, and the only money that's come out from them is $25 million from the Walton Foundation, not even from their family foundation, right. um, which is a pittance. And so you kind of say, what is your, what's your commitment? Do you care? And it doesn't look like they care. Maybe they care. I can't read their Listen, hearts. Listen, Ro- Roxana, you and I know optics are almost everything in the world that we live in right now. And I got to leave it at that. I'm so sorry, but I'm up against a, a time limit here. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you so much. I really enjoy talking to you.